Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. Hi, I'm, Adam. What's up, man? <laughs> what do I need these headphones for? I'm here with uh, with T Rex. Jake hey. Ellenberger uh, is, is sick. I think he might have. He, he had to go to the doctor. Uh, he had, like strep throat or something, or beginning of it. It so. would be amazing if he had like gonorrhea or something like that, because then we knew he was getting some. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, <laughs> well, we know it's definitely not gonorrhea. We, we know. We know. <laughs> but uh, so Jake can't be here. Um, uh, we're supposed to have Manny Gambarian in studio, but then that uh, is but next he's week. Sleeping, but we do have Anthony Johnson <laughs> and Amanda Nunez on today. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have Manny on next week. Uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a good show. Uh, my week. I'll talk about my week first. We're gonna get T-Rex this week. So uh, I, I last my, last Wednesday I went to Go Course uh, Jiu Jitsu. I'm like, how, I'm, how was that? Oh man, did you, you know, get, did you get beat down? I did, I did. First of all, I like go there. My 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 legs are so scraped up. I look like I'm my like Miley Cyrus. That's how <laughs> that, that's how my knee pads. I, I mean, my knees hurt so bad. Like, but uh, it's one of those things. I I go there and they're like, okay, uh, we have a tournament, so it's gonna be all rolling today. No instruction, just rolling. I'm like, Ugh. and then I'm like, okay, no problem. And like you, I like forget. I forget that uh, like when when I wrestled. In high school, uh, you know, I, I talk about it so much that I feel like it was yesterday right. until I go to a class. I'm like, oh, wait, that was 19 years ago. Because <laughs> that's exactly what was going through my mind as I was uh, tapping out. You're getting um, destroyed. Well, well, the first guy I like go with was just this big muscle head, this huge guy. And he doesn't know much technique. But I hate about what I don't like about jujitsu is that you start on your knees all the time. Right. You know, whereas like wrestling, you start on your feet. Which is, would be my advantage would be to take the guy down. And I have to watch, you know, neck cranks or you know, get w- w- going into guillotines and stuff. But but you kind of lose your advantage, sort of on your on like your knees. Especially you guys go right to their back, and you're like, oh, all right, I just jump in their guard. But uh, so this like this one big guy, and we're we're just going back and forth, and he's like out oh, easy by fifty pounds. The next guy is, is just toying with me, and I'm like, oh, what belt are you? He's like yellow. I'm like, Jesus Christ. He goes, no, I'm kidding. I'm a black belt. I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, I was You're about like, to. I was about belt to, is destroying he me. He said like yellow. This. I was about to leave. I was about to just say, <laughs> announce my retirement there, have a press conference on the. <laughs> but, a press conference. So I'm, I'm, he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. I used to be in the, the WE, WEC and I uh, lost to Bart Pilichewski, but I uh, beat Tony Ferguson. I mean, this is the guy that I'm like going with, the black belt. I'm like, right. So, but it's, it was good. It was fun. And then the next guy was even better than him. Uh, but he t- told me what I was doing wrong. I was, I was getting swept because I was too hot. You're showing up. <laughs> I, I was showing up. It's like all black belts in this fucking place. Like, yeah, but uh, it, it was fun. You know, but you know what also made me realize that like, okay, so in high school I wrestled and I was a four-time Class A champion, but, but it wasn't because I was naturally talented. 
Talents was very little about it. Because I remember getting my ass kicked in the sixth grade tournament by this guy, right. uh, Frank Trotta, who got Athlete of the Year. Uh, and then I remember it like he was like the big athlete in Oceanside High School in Long Island where I grew up. And then as a freshman, when I went into boarding school, I came back and I'm like, yeah, I won the, the class A's. And then they, him and his, this other guy, John Girardi, just laughed at me. Like, aha, a paper <laughs> champion, prep school, aha. But then, he but literally then, laughed at you? Yeah. Then I worked my ass off. And by the time I was a senior, I just beat this guy. Guys, ass like like twelve right. to three. Even though there was no real score, I I, I kept scoring. You kept scoring yeah, and then he was like, he even said to me, he goes, "Man, you outclassed me," and shook my hand afterwards. Which oh was, snap! Yeah, he was a nice kid, super nice kid. But it wasn't like I, went, I had. He more, went home and hung himself. <laughs> it wasn't like I had more talent than this guy. I didn't. But I just worked my ass off. And same thing with comedy. It wasn't like, I remember taking a comedy class 15 years ago. I was probably the least talented person in my class. Was that with Greg Wilson? No, it was not with the <laughs> Greg Wilson. But it was one of those things where I just work hard and work hard. and work. I, look, I can't do voices or impressions. or I, don't, I can't tell stories very well. But I just outwork everybody. Right. So, well, same thing happened with wrestling. I outworked everyone. However, when I go back to jiu-jitsu class, I realize that there's no real talent there. <laughs> and because I'm not... Not outworking anybody in jiu-jitsu class. I'm getting the crap beaten out of me. Uh, but uh, but it was still good. I mean, I was still positive. I think it was positive. I mean, I got something out of it. Uh, Matt nice. Byrne, you know. But uh, <laughs> right. But it was cool. Uh, I, and I, and I, I saw Manny Gamberian there. That's uh, he was there. That's why I asked him to do the podcast. But we got the date. The days got mixed up. So. Um, Anyway, so that was cool, and then I did a show on Saturday night, and Ronda Rousey's mother showed up nice. uh, with her husband and Ronda's sister, and the whole the whole the, the Rousey clan, Team Rousey showed up. Really? I was actually kind of like uh, everybody but Ronda. Yeah, everyone but Ronda. I was actually sort of uh, sort of in bat. You know, my, my my show was pretty dirty. And I was like, oh, man, I don't want to but offend. It's hilarious, though. Like. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I don't want to say my, sh- my own show is hilarious. But but when you have people like a doctor and then uh, her husband, who's a, uh, uh, I think he's a rocket scientist there, you, you, <laughs> you wonder, like, maybe they're not going to get my humor or they're going to be offended. or they're gonna. But they laugh their asses off. And of it's course. funny because I go up to uh, Ronda Rousey's mom's husband and i was like hey so you're a rocket scientist huh he's like well yeah you know i didn't know what to say i'm like uh so what do you think about drones <laughs> like, that was, <laughs> that's what you said yeah that was, oh my god that was the closest i'm like I, i'm like I, I want one of those drones that's what i said <laughs> could not have been more that's what i said to her I, I want a drone that's what i said to him and, and then he looked at me like what's wrong with this guy anyway how how was your weekend what's going on oh, it was cool man i uh, i did uh five shows headlined um the looney bin in um wichita kansas no, really? Yeah, and that place, if you've never been to Wichita, save your save your time and your money. That place is the most boring place mm. on the, dude, this is the most poignant thing that ever happened to me in my entire life. I was talking to people from the stage, like, what are we all doing after the show? And people were just kind of like, no one yelled out, like, yeah, we're going to go here, we're going to go there. No one yelled out anything. Right? People were just like, kind of like, oh, you know. Uh. So after the show, I'm selling my DVDs. I get done selling my DVDs. I go outside to see where everybody's they going. They have DVD players over there? <laughs> That's why no one bought them. <laughs> like, you don't have this on uh, VHS? So, um go outside and I swear to God I'm talking to the feature act and we're standing outside trying to figure out what we're going to do because it's still pretty early it's like midnight we can still go out and get a drink and I'm looking to see if there's any nightlife anywhere it's it's barren I swear to God a tumbleweed blew by down the middle of the street and I was like 
dude, that couldn't have been any more poignant. Oh, a man. A freaking tumbleweed blows past. Like, what are we doing? And then here comes a tumbleweed. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, we're just going back to the hotel. Wow. That's <laughs> exactly what we did. The we hotel. Just, you had a comedy condo there. Yeah, we right? had the condo there, yes. Yeah, I've so, actually yeah. been there like five yeah. times in the Looney Bin. Well, been, you went to the new one? No, no, the, the old the, one. The old one is terrible. The, yeah. From what I, they took me past the old place. It was in the strip mall. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The new one is like, it was horrible because when the girl picked me up from the airport, we were Wait, driving. Wait, from terrible to horrible? Was that? It went from terrible to horrible to deplorable. Oh, deplorable! Really? Wait, the new <laughs> yes. one's deplorable. Oh no, the new one's the the club is fantastic. Yeah, the condo is attached to the to the club, so you can hear the stage when you. Oh in, my when, god! So you, you say, "All right, come to the stage now." Then you can just jump up and run out of your room and run into the other room and wow. go on stage. So, but it's really nice. It's all brand new. The comedy condos are tough, though, man, because you go on these beds and you know that other comedians have been laying in there jerking off. Yeah, and you think about how much. Unfunny goo is <laughs> right. is in that bed. Uh, that's all I can think about. Yeah, oh, but the I, the only good thing that happened from that whole weekend was I was watching. Uh, you know, it was boring. So during the day, I was watching like a bunch of um, documentaries on on Netflix, and I started watching this documentary on BTK, the BTK killer. Oh, which is there? Yeah, which I didn't know was in Wichita, Kansas. Oh, so, really? So then the, one of the, the the opening act was like, "Oh, dude, let's find out where the houses are." So we went and checked out the houses where he started his murder spree. Oh, that's that's a, it's, it's a very positive weekend. Yeah, you know, so we had some fun. <laughs> I was I was in Wichita. I did a show there, and I was so pissed because these two sisters wanted to hook up. Right, I never hooked up with sisters with before. each other. No, not, no, with, no, no, <laughs> not like black sisters, like okay. actual sisters. Yeah, right? no, so, there's no black women in, in Wichita. Kansas. Oh no, yeah, they, I think you doubled the population when you got there. <laughs> so, did. but these two sisters wanted to uh, hook up, but I was going to be married to the condo, but the comic was like, "No, man, you there's a." You can't bring rule. Girls back. There's a rule saying you can't bring girls back to the comedy. The feature condo. act said that. The feature act was like, and the feature actually, I opened up for him like five years before that. Right. And now he was opening up for me. So he was player hating on he you. He was player hating. He's like, man, I don't want girls to steal my computer. I'm like, really? dude, no one's stealing your computer. There's no jokes on there. First of all, and, and, right. and, and second of all, no one's taking. Yeah. So I had to like. So anyway, so these girls, I'm like, follow me to a hotel. I was gonna buy a hotel, but I got lost in Wichita, and they made a right, and I made a left, and I spent the oh seven God. hours trying to find them. And, <laughs> I was just driving around. Yeah, seven hours trying to find them. Oh, my uh, and, God. And didn't find anything other than the fact that I was like, I could not have felt more like a loser. Wow. Uh, I, I was so pissed at that comedian afterwards. Ah, oh, man. Do you remember his name? Yes, but I'm not going to say it. Because you don't want to give him any... Ron problems. Mori. All right, so here's the deal. <laughs> Ron Mori. Ron Mori cock-blocked the crap out of me in, in Wichita, Kansas. What a dick. Four years ago. All right, so uh, UFC on Fox card. Let's talk about this. Uh Man, Brown versus Lawler. Um, I want to talk about Jake about this fight. There was, you know what? It was a good fight. It was a good fight. Uh, it, it wasn't, uh, sometimes a Twitter feed, greatest battle of all time. And, oh, my, my, you know, my TV just blew up. And uh, it's just, oh, my. I, I didn't think it was that great of a fight. I, I thought it was a good fight. It was an entertaining fight. And yep. I, I enjoyed watching it. It was just the hype behind it. Anytime it was like it was hyped as Gotti Ward, you know, it was like, oh, this is gonna be someone's gonna get knocked out. And, well, yeah, you know. um, that's the that's the, one of the downsides to hyping it because if it doesn't live up to the hype, then yeah, then it looks it pales in comparison to the hype, right? But if you there was no hype and you watched that fight, I think you'd be satisfied. oh, I was entertained yeah. by it. It was, it was yeah. a great fight. It was I was I was I wanted Matt Brown to win. I'm not gonna, I, you know, Matt Brown's a friend of the show, right? I, I, I like Matt Brown. The guy's got a crazy story. Yep. Uh, you know him dying, go dying after overdosing on uh, meth, right? Or, or and heroin then or heroin, something. and then coming back. And here's a guy that didn't win the Ultimate Fighter, and look about where he is 
now. Right. Uh, who won that year? I think it was uh, the year that he that he fought at, at one seventy. Was it was it Efrain Escudero? Is that the one? who was it? Who uh, no, it wasn't him. Who was the one? It was the one he was on. With, it was Matt Riddle was on that season. He was on it. I don't know who won that season, but uh, I don't. Know, I don't think it was Matt. Who I don't. Know, I know it wasn't Matt Brown, but come on, DJ. You know. You know. You you produced that show. So, you so, <laughs> so yeah, my point is, is that. Uh, my, the point is, is that you, you know, you, um, it's one of those things where uh, you really can't tell sometimes how good someone's going to be from the Ultimate Fighter. Everyone was scared of Matt Brown on that show. I like Matt Brown. I like Matt Brown now. I like his wife, uh, and I was hoping he would win. Uh, you know, maybe Robbie Lawler is just that, uh, that Winnebago that he wants to get. Yeah, Robbie Lawler is just right now. He's just that that. Yeah, he's elite. that he's that dude right now. He's that dude. However, I still think. Amir Sadala oh, won Sadala that won. year. Amir Sadala uh, won that year. Look at Amir. Amir's, you know, uh, has not. He's been off for a couple of years. He's, he's actually coming back. He's got a fight coming up, which is uh, I like Amir Sadala as well. I think he lost the, to Amir Sadala eventually won. Right, he lost to Amir. Yeah, I remember that. Amir won. CB Dalloway. Uh, he beat in the finals. That was your Jesse Taylor kicked out the uh, window. Yeah, the window. But right. yeah, I mean, look at that. Look at. Look, you know, look at how far Matt Brown has gone on that sh- since that show. And right. He was on a four fight losing streak at one point, and Jesus. then one, and then won seven in a row. I, I, I root for a guy like Matt Brown. I yeah. wanted Matt Brown to win. Uh, he did not win, but it was it was it was a close fight. Uh, was it, he, what um, Lawler won four rounds to to four one. Four to one. Right? It might have been. I mean, you could say you could argue three to two. He absolutely won that fight, uh, and now he's going to be, you know. Robbie Lawler against Johnny Hendricks, which... Damn, dude, that's going to be... I, I, I don't want to start the hype on that one either. I just hope that Hendricks actually it starts to get in shape now so he's not focused on losing weight for right. the training camp. Because I feel like the number one reason the fighters come in out of shape or is because they spend their entire time losing weight and not enough time thinking of the game plan, what they're going to do. They do all kinds of stuff just to get the weight down. Right. And you think about how good, you know, Rampage is a classic example of someone who's such a, a talented fighter, a uh, great fighter, but has had weight problems. And you could tell the, the, the camps that Rampage came in in shape and the camps he was up at 250 getting down to right. 205. And, um, but, you know, back to what I was saying before, it's like, you know, my own comedy career, I think it's just all about, you know, my wrestling comedy career. It's all about just like I was watching the Mickey Ward, Arturo Gotti documentary. If you have not seen it, it's on HBO right now, Legendary Nights. And obviously I've seen all the, the Gotti Ward fights, the trilogy. It was actually my 25th birthday, I think it was, or 22nd, 23rd. Isn't, isn't the one Mickey Ward the one that gets kind of chubby when he's... He gets fat when he's not fighting, or who is that? that- no, no, no. But the, these are just two guys that just had the gr- three most epic, epic fights, fights of all right. time. And my first birthday was twenty five. That was the first one. Me and my friend stayed in and watched it, and I could not. We didn't want to go out. We had to, we, were, we were going to some nightclub in New York City. Afterwards, like fuck that. We're staying in and just <laughs> and just and just contemplating on what we just saw. And right. We're going to reflect because that was such a great fight. And um, and, and I I. If I was an athlete, I would try to. I would say I would relate myself to a guy like Mickey Ward, who's just not the most talented guy. He basically Larry Merchant was like he's a journeyman fighter who who accomplished a lot more than what most People journeymen do because expected. of his heart and his will and his desire. And that's those are all the X factors. Hell yeah! A lot of guys don't have that. You know, you can't t- you can't train that stuff. You can't train that stuff. Anyway, so uh, the Anthony Johnson fight against Nogueira. Wow. Somebody said it should be elderly abuse. That was 
<laughs> that was unbelievable. That was like a hate crime. I Dude, mean, that was ridiculous. My, uh, my dad said watching that fight, my, I, I called my dad. I'm like, Dad, you got to watch these fights coming up right before that fight. My dad doesn't really watch MMA. He watches. He, he knows that I'm into it. And right. He, but he's one of those guys going, man, Joe Lewis would have kicked these guys' asses. You know, or like, these guys, don't, you know, these guys aren't fighters. Sugar Ray Robinson, that was a fighter. You know, right. that's, that's my dad. Who are these, you know, jabronis? You know, that, 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 that's my dad. You know, he's just, he's just he, he, my dad respects it, but he doesn't really understand all of it. He, he, he just sort of, he's like, you know. So I tell him to watch that fight. He calls me up. He goes, Where'd they find that guy? The parking lot? He goes, are you kidding me? I go, Dad, you know what I'm saying? Little Nog is one of the best fighters uh, ever. Best fighters. I'm like, he's not in his peak anymore. His peak? When was his peak? 1934? Like, my dad, oh you know, my that's God. what my dad saying. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to convince my dad Little Nog's a good this, fighter. This guy was a beast at one point. Yeah, and it, I mean, look, everyone said that Anthony Johnson was going to kill win. Little Nog. Right. But Little Nog, you know, I thought Rashad Evans was going to kill Little Nog. You know, I mean, little Nog. Sometimes I thought Phil Davis was going to kill him. That was a, another. Uh, did Phil Davis? That was a, was. A, did he fight little Nog? Wasn't that a close fight? They didn't actually fight. I'm, t- I'm trying to think. Uh, that was what? And he also fought Phil Davis. Right, 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 right. I know, but I know, but uh, I'm thinking of Machida. What was the little Nog? Little Nog's last two fights were against. Uh, uh, his last his last fight was uh, Rashad Evans, but before that, it was. Uh, it was somebody that where Frank Mir. No, that that was Big Nog, right? Well, I know he, I know he, he wiped out Tito or Tees. That was, that was, that was years ago. Right. right. It was Johnson, Rashad, Tito. Johnson. Uh, he did fight Phil Davis. Phil Davis, right? And it was, a, I think it was a closer fight than it should have been. Yeah. Back so in 2011. back in 2011. So, uh, you know, look. The, the point is, is that Little Nog sometimes makes fights a lot closer and even wins fights that he shouldn't have. Right. But this this was not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Forty four seconds of pure destruction. It was unbelievable. I mean, uh, Anthony Johnson is now looking like the next the next contender after the uh, Cormier John Jones fight. You could you could I mean who's you could argue that Johnson should get the next the next the, the next one. Yeah, I mean well, that's that's coming up. Yeah, but by the way, I mean how great was that? I mean, look, I was Gustafson. I'm a fan of, but that Cormier. John Jones announced yeah. my day. Uh, Cormier, obviously, he's a friend of the show. One of the nicest people on the planet yeah. ever. Uh, my 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 like. I loved you because I sent you that text saying Gustafson's out, Cormier's in, yeah. and you were like, "Wow!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I was I was I was shocked, and, it, and right. it's already started on Twitter. You hear what happened on Twitter? No, I haven't heard what happened. Uh, that's why I love talking to you about you because because you, you don't know anything. <laughs> so uh, so the fight gets announced, right? Right. Uh, John Jones DMs Cormier. I think if like you're verified on Twitter, you could DM anybody, even if like you're they're not following you. I right. think that's like one of the things. Because I don't know how. So he DMs uh, Cormier, going, "Hey, uh, get ready to meet your daddy." Uh, right. So that's what he says to uh, to Cormier. Cormier, right. and Cormier writes back, goes, "I'm gonna fuck you up." <laughs> that's that's what he writes, right? right? But it doesn't go through because he's not following him back. Uh, so Cormier has to screenshot it and send it to Ariel Hawani to, to then post it, right? Yeah. So now there's a whole already the whole Twitter feud's going on. That's great. And uh, I, you know what? I I think Cormier's got this fight. I think it's one of those things where I think Cormier is his uh, uh his his uh, kryptonite. 
I, you yeah, know, uh, Cormier has that X factor too. That that determination and that heart of a lion, and that like he's been through so much that there's like he told me a long time ago. He's like, I fear nobody, and he was like, there's nothing that a man can do to me that has that fate hasn't done to me ten times over. Yeah, and he was like, he was like, you know, if I put my mind, I can do anything. We look at how they match up, right? Also, okay, wrestling. I got to give the advantage to Cormier. Cormier. Striking, What's maybe. That? What? Wrestling? We're crazy? Wait, you're not giving Cormier a chance this no. fight? Cormier All right, so DJ or producer is not right. giving Cormier a chance not this fight. Not only is he not giving him a chance, he's laughing he's about laughing it. He's laughing at us. Uh, okay, why? why? <laughs> I just think there's, there's, there's two X factors, right? There's um, John Jones is just, I mean, that, that athleticism, and not taking any away from Cormier, but those, those low front leg kicks that he does... I mean, I just. Yeah, but Cormier is three foot four. He has to have to like. He has to foot stomp him. He's too. He's too small for that. I just. I don't. I don't think he can get in. I just don't think he can get in. Rashad couldn't. I, you think Cormier is any better at getting in than than Rashad? Yes. Hell yeah. Yes. He's uh, an, I'm better. He's an Olympian. He's an Olympian. Okay. Rashad. Rashad was a was a yeah. was a D one wrestler. I'm not taking anything who, who away. Who never placed at nationals. He and was a, basically a 500 college wrestler. What's John Jones's takedown defense percentage? He got like, taken down by nine, Gustafson. Ninety nine point nine percent or something like that. He got taken down by a guy who was just as big as he was. Cormier. A guy who like, never wrestled before. Two, what what's Cormier? Two feet shorter. Two feet shorter. You know his his reach. How are you gonna get past that reach, man? Yeah, but he has a waist size. It's way bigger. No, no. But look. No. Okay. No, but, I'm sorry. Go all on. right. I want to so, hear what you got. All right. Here's Cor- Daniel Cormier. Right. His wrestling is so good. Uh, he actually he has a hundred percent takedown. Hundred percent takedown. He. I mean, he he ragdolled Dan Henderson, another Olympian wrestler. He he wrestled last two weeks ago at the, at the expo and beat a guy who was a two time national champion who beat Ben Askren twice and beat him like. 12 to 3 while he was laughing at him. Right. Uh, I mean, Cormier trains with Cain Velasquez every day. You look at Cormier's victories over knocking out Bigfoot Silva, uh, beating up Frank Mir, beating Roy Nelson, beating Josh Barnett. Okay, all those guys. Handily. And Josh Barnett's no slouch with the wrestling either. Right. I mean, <laughs> and, he's, I, and he's considerably bigger than. Stopping Cormier. so with the Hulk in one round, right? So the, all that. J- John, I mean, he's, he's fighting bigger guys. He's. he's you look at his wrestling, losing to Kale Sanderson, okay, arguably one of the best wrestlers of all time, in, in, you know, in, in the in, in the finals of the, of the NCAA's. Okay, so we go wrestling. It's Cormier all day long. Jiu-Jitsu, I'd, I'd say they probably be about even. You know, I mean, you know, John Jones says he's a white belt. He's obviously not a white belt. You know, <laughs> white belts aren't submitting uh, Machida. Okay, but. <laughs> He's not. He's not a white belt. I would say thing striking. You got to give it to John Jones. But who has John Jones ever knocked out? Nobody. Who has he ever even hurt? As of on standing, has he ever dropped anybody? No. I mean the the fights that he's won striking, he's taking the guy down, putting in a crucifix, or he's mounted. But on one punch knockout power, I would say Cormier all day long. Uh, on jabs and, and he's been getting better since he's been knocking people on, out on jabs and spinning elbows sure we're gonna right. get to John Jones on kicks we're gonna, we're gonna get that, that spinning to, I, elbow is gonna be damn near ineffective too because he's so much taller than Cormier's gonna be spinning and missing on kicks we'll, yeah, we'll, <laughs> you g- think, coming on, down you think so on kicks we'll give we'll give we'll give kicks to John Jones I pokes Jones all day long alright so <laughs> 
I mean, that dude's poked Mormon than Anderson Cooper. All right, so, so, so <laughs> oh like, let's let's so so poked so, Mormon. <laughs> you can't just glaze over that. That's hilarious. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I, the, the whole Mormon. So yeah, so uh, I, look, I gotta say all around, but you gotta look at the fact that like a lot of John Jones's opponents break when they get there. They get in there and they 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 fold. Gustafson's not one of them. Okay, but uh, a lot of guys they 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 they, they look oh, John Jones, John Jones. I, look, I, I'm I'm picking Cormier in this fight, and and yeah, he's also the guy that hadn't blocked me on Twitter out of, out, of, out, of, out of the two. But um, <laughs> I'm picking Daniel Cormier. You? Yeah, of course. Yes. Of course I'm picking Daniel Cormier. And another thing that people have to realize is that Daniel Cormier is wide as hell. And that's not it's like it's not like grabbing a regular dude when you it, it, I know it's hard Yeah, but to so is uh, you know, Ralphie May. I'm not picking him over <laughs> anybody. <laughs> The, 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 the wide factor? I mean, what yeah, he's wide like, as hell. Like, it's like the Y factor, but it's like <laughs> the wide factor. Really? Is that where we're factoring? So, because he's fat? I don't know. I'm not really sure if that's, I mean. It's hard to explain what I'm talking about, but it's not like, you know, when you, you can't grab bear somebody hug else. Him? Yeah, you can't bear hug Daniel like you, you could someone else that's not as wide. I mean, because he's super wide. Like, seriously, I was standing behind him one time, and I was like, dude, you're back. And he was like, yeah, man. I'm like, yeah. 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 Yeah, but it. still, it's, it, it, it's like trying to pick up a bag of rocks Daniel's gonna be I mean well, yeah we'll see alright I mean, the wide factor gotcha. the wide factor okay meanwhile dude, me, meanwhile was it, was it break down? meanwhile he's not uh, gonna be able to grab him around and, and lock his hands behind him meanwhile Dana White said that when he called Daniel Cormier uh, he could hear his daughter yelling my dad's gonna be the champion and then John Jones already said that his daughter said that his dad's gonna beat his uh, Cormier up so now the daughters are fighting I, I, get, oh I actually God. wrote a joke. You, you can watch daughters fight exclusively on Fight Pass. You can see the daughters <laughs> have like a. But yeah, they're already texting and tweeting. Uh, Cormier already said, "Hey Jones, want me to shut up? Make me do it." Right. And then Jones sent him a, a cheeseburger. So um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So that was that was crazy. Uh, Clay Guida versus Dennis Bermudez. I think we were. Come on, Clay. What happened? Um, I I think it's one of those things where look, I like Clay Clay Guida a lot. I, I hung out with the guy. He's one of the nicest people ever. Yep. It just seems like there's this new crop of athlete, uh, these younger guys that it's it just. Uh, first of all, why is he letting Jason punch him in the face before the fights? Like that, like, he's like <laughs> he's letting his brother just hit him as hard as he can before he gets in the octagon, trying to get him hyped up. The only time Jason ever like you know land strikes is on Clay before the fights. It's just, <laughs> it's come on. I don't, why is he? I don't understand that. Uh, you know, you can't help but not, but you can't help but like Clay Guida, and he's got a victory over Pettis, which is pretty crazy, you know. But uh, it just seems like he's becoming kind of a gatekeeper in that role, and um, you know, he's taking a lot of punishment, a lot of punishment, Clay Guida. And I, uh, you think I actually wrote that like if anybody tuned into Fox, they probably thought that there was a guy beating up an angry lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> the looks of the way Clay looks. So uh, Josh Thompson versus Bobby Green. I didn't see it going that way. No one did. Right. Um, especially well, Bobby Green is fighting for his life at this point. Well, he even said there was a gang hit out of him. Yeah, him. I mean, that's that, what I was talking about. Yeah, like, I was, uh, that was that was. He actually didn't wear red. Uh, he was in. The, <laughs> he didn't know what. He didn't know what both corner. Both the blue corner. Yeah, should he go in? The, <laughs> he went in the different corner. He went in the white corner. But, but, but yeah, so. Uh, that was crazy. You know what? It, I thought that Josh Thompson won that fight, but it wasn't one of those fights where I'm like, oh, he definitely won. Or right. It wasn't, I wouldn't say a robbery, 
Bobby Green talked the entire fight. If you see that, I mean, he literally is now on the View hosting it. He 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 talked the entire. People were saying he like he he's doing his post fight interview during the fight. People were saying he replaced Mike Goldberg. It became a, like I even said he got into MMA because he had no one to talk to. He just he wanted to get oh someone to. It just, he talked throughout the whole. Now I wanted to ask Jake about that because I was like to get Jake's perspective on a, a guy who talks the entire fight. Uh, it's a very cute. Show me no, a picture of your daughter. No, showing you the time. Oh, the time. <laughs> it's twelve forty-five. Oh, 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 we got a call Anthony Johnson. Yeah. Is that what it is? Oh, <laughs> I was like, okay. T Rex shows me a picture. Is it, we have to we have a, to call Anthony Johnson right now. Talk to him <laughs> and uh, see what he's doing. Hey, Anthony Johnson. Hey, what up, man? How's it going? It's Adam Hunter and T Rex. What up, Shane? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. Yo. You're coming off a huge win over a little nog. Holy cow. I mean, that. did you get arrested for, like, attempted manslaughter after that fight? <laughs> uh, no, no. I, yeah, actually, I did. You know, my check was so fat, I paid him off, though. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was awesome, man. I mean, I, w- seriously, how many, how many white chicks did you bang on Saturday night? <laughs> None, none, dude, none. I, I didn't. I was with my friends and stuff, dude. I was just having fun. Everybody was getting drunk and having a good time. I had my closest friends and family there with me, so I was just, I was, everything was beautiful. Nice. Well, good for you, man. You deserve it, man. First of all, you, 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 you beat Phil Davis, which you were a big underdog against, and now you beat Little Nog. Uh, what's, what's next? Who, 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 who are you calling out? I know, I know that you called out Carl's Jr., but, uh, but who? <laughs> Who are you calling out? Nobody, man. I, I mean, I can't call out anybody because, you know, so much food out there to eat, you know, in this weight class, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just waiting to see who's next. But, I mean, you have, you have to be thinking about it, right? Who do you, who do you want to fight next? I mean, I'm aiming for the top, that's for sure. I'm, I'm, I really want to fight everybody in the damn division. Can't lie about that. But there's nobody specifically I want to fight next. You know, I just want, I want to fight them all. Yeah, who do you have in the uh, who do you have in the Cormier Jones fight? Cormier. Yeah. How? You know, I mean, I think I think DC has the potential to really put put it on John. You know, but it's going to be tough. It's not going to be easy at all. Yeah, it's not. Gonna I be never go against the champ, but I never go against the champ. You know what I mean? But I think DC is definitely one of the guys that can put uh, a, a beating on John. There you go. Yeah, no, I think a lot of people are thinking that. I, yeah. I'm I'm surprised. You know, it's a it's gonna Hello? be a crazy Hello? fight. Hello, can you hear me? Hello, Hello? Anthony. Hello. Hey, can you hear yo, us? Yo, yeah. Yeah, I hear. You. Okay. So you're going into your fight. Let's talk about Saturday night. So you're going into Little Nog. Are are you? What are you main concerned about with Little Nog? His uh, jujitsu, his his uh, striking. Uh, you know what, what 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 was your big fear going in there, or did you have any fear? Nothing, man. I wasn't scared of anything. I didn't have any worries or, or nothing like that. I went into the, the into the fight 100 percent confident in myself. I just knew I had to hurt the guy, you know, and knock him out. It wasn't no like you know playing around him with him because you know those no Garrett brothers are tough, man. I just knew I had to go in there either knock him out or hurt him real bad. Where if it did go to the judges, that they knew I won, you know. Yeah. So it, was, it was almost. I felt like it was do or die. No, I, you know what? I actually tweeted during your um, during your fight. I go, I cannot believe that Josh Koscheck beat this guy. Uh, <laughs> and if you look about, you know, where where you've come since the Josh Koscheck fight, and when you were starving yourself to where you are now, 
I mean, it's almost like every every fighter in the UFC went up three weight classes after your fight. They're they're all they're all looking at you and going, "Wow, man, it's unbelievable." Hello. Oh damn! I think he got upset about Josh Koscheck. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so Anthony Johnson. So I I, I actually tweeted during your fight. I go, I cannot believe that Josh Koscheck beat this guy. Uh, and you look about where you've come from there to where you are now. It's unbelievable. Hi, dude. You keep cutting out, dude. I can't hear you. Uh, T Rex, can you talk? See if he, he uh... can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear. I can hear you good now. I'm like every time you get halfway through whatever you're saying, it cuts out. <laughs> All right. All right. No, I was saying about about like uh, where you've come. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. About well, you know where you've come from when you were fighting Josh Koscheck and guys in the UFC to where you are now. It's unbelievable. It's a it's a real big comeback story. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. You know, I fucked up. That's the bottom line. <laughs> you know, and I had to get my act together. And you know, since I did that, everything has been working out pretty good. And the only reason Josh Koscheck beat me back then because I'm not near. I wasn't even half the fighter back then as I am now. Well, literally, you you actually were half. <laughs> Not, not, not even. I was, I was worse. <laughs> you were a third of the fighter. He only beat a third of you, actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I remember last time you were saying that, uh, that that you were just, you were just banging every chick in Miami. Uh, oh my god! I never said that. I don't remember. I, I don't remember that, that either. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you the man at the Black Zillions? Are, are like, are women just flocking everywhere? Nope, never. Come on. Nah, man. They don't. They don't. Uh, they don't bother me. I heard that you and King Mo went to the Bad Girls Club and just slayed everybody there. Uh, no, slaying box. <laughs> no, no I, I mind my own business on that part. All right, mind your own business. That's good. Now, what is it though? Because I know there are a lot of people out there right now who are like. You know, they're guys who are like struggling and they look at you and they say a guy who really just went from, you know, from where he was to where he is now. What what type of advice would you give to fighters out there? Um, Not just fighters, but anybody, even when even when you're down, never count yourself out. You know, there's a lot of people out there going to turn that back on you. There's a lot of people out there that's going to talk bad about you. No matter what, keep your head up, keep going forward, and do your best because nobody can determine your future except for you. That's good. I like that. I'm actually gonna. I think I'm, I'm actually gonna use that in my own life. Now, uh, <laughs> now let's talk about the Phil Davis fight. Do you think Phil was overlooking you? Um, I don't think he was overlooking me at all. But it seemed like he was calling out John Jones before the fight, and he was kind of. Yeah, that, that my thing was this: I think he was calling out John to get the media to talk about it. But then at the same time, in my opinion, I think he was just trying to get me to be distracted with the whole situation with him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, him acting like he's not taking a fight seriously, making it will probably made me think that you know I don't I don't need to take this fight seriously. You know what I'm saying? But it, I take every fight seriously. Were were you surprised how easy it was to hit Phil Davis? Uh, no, I mean he, I missed a lot, but whenever I really you know tried to hit him, I I hit him. 
<laughs> yeah, no, you you like rocked him a couple times. I was like, I was surprised. You know, I, we, we had we had Phil on afterwards, and he's you know he even said that he was like, no, I didn't overlook him at all. Anthony Johnson was an, a a great wrestler. He's you know a, a top ten guy. You know, and he he even said he was just exactly what you said, just trying to mess with you. And, and, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I'm, I might look stupid, but I ain't stupid, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I wasn't gonna, <laughs> I wasn't gonna fall for that game. I, you know, in this game, you got to take people seriously, you know. Yeah, no, you do. Now, but shouldn't you be like, I mean, at this point, you got all this pressure on you, I got all, all the spotlights on you. Don't you think maybe you should be calling people out and being like, all right, I want this guy, that guy, make some more, get even more heat for you. No, because every time I've seen somebody call another opponent out, they get beat up by that opponent, you know? So I don't want to I don't want to be one of those guys, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to just keep my mouth closed, let them keep feeding me guys, and I'm going to keep beating them up. Yeah, now what, I, I, I'm telling you, I even wrote that uh, ever since you fired Mike Dolce and went on the Oprah diet, uh, things have really, things have really picked up for you. Now, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> including his weight. <laughs> including his weight. Now, what weight? What weight did you come into the fight at? Uh, two twenty. So okay, so you you only cut for fifteen pounds. Yeah, that's good. Now, what, what what's the heaviest that you've ever been at? Two fifty one. Damn. Now, was that what fight was that for? It wasn't a fight for myself. <laughs> 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 no, whenever, whenever I broke my hand after I broke it against Arlovsky, yeah, I had like what four or five month layoff or something like that, and I couldn't really train, you know, and uh, just hell during that time, I was just fucking eating. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, too, at, when you're two fifty one, are you looking down at your belly, going, "What the fuck am I doing in my that, life?" But that's the thing, dude. I wasn't like, I, I just got thicker, but nothing was like sloppy looking. <laughs> just a big dude. Yeah, I remember. I remember, I remember, I remember thing, now, now, everything just grew. Now, last time you came on the show, <laughs> you said that like uh, that you were into white girls and that and that you know black vaginas didn't do it for you. Uh, have you have you changed your mind on that? Have you have like you found one? Hell that no, you, he hasn't. Changed ha, have like you found that. one that you like exactly. better? Exactly. And my man just answered that question for you. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, he hasn't. No, are there any black girls you want to throw my way? Because I'll take anything at this point. <laughs> so Anthony's like, you can have all of them. No, I mean, are you like, I mean, like, cause I know that you, like, you go out, people are like Anthony Johnson, girls must flock. Do you, do you throw chicks to your friends? No. I mean, even if they do flock, I don't pay attention to them because I don't like girls like that. Oh. So you, what do you like girls like? I just like, you know, simple, easygoing, you know what I'm saying? Fun, fun girls. I don't like girls that want to just throw the pussy at them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't like that. Cause if they throwing it at me, they throwing it at everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Who's 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 the black zillion that like you're like is the most guy? Who's the who's like the black of the black zillions? Who's who's the guy that? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I really can't say. Everybody everybody's a little different in in, in the clique. Is it uh, all right? So it's all right. I'm 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 gonna name black zillions and then you're gonna tell me how how much trim they get on a one to ten. <laughs> hey, dude, I swear I don't know. I'm telling you, I mind my own business. You know, most of my dudes got girls, you know what I'm saying? So they don't even trip about it. All right, Rashad Evans. Rashad Evans, on a 1 to 10, how's he doing? A zero, because he got a girl. All right, so he's 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 a zero. All right, Matt Matt Matreon, Meathead. 
I don't know about Matt either. <laughs> All right, Overeem, what was he getting? Fucking negative zero. <laughs> oh my god! Overeem was getting negative zeros. He was getting horse meat. Now is Overeem someone that you... <laughs> he was getting horse pussy? <laughs> <laughs> So now, now is Overeem someone that you would want to fight at like a catch weight? I fight him at any weight. Really? That would yeah. be I would I would pay to watch that Dude, fight. That'd be a that'd be a fun fight to watch. All right, so Overeem is someone you'd fight at any weight. All right, who else? Who who are the other black Zillions that that get tail? Uh, uh, who else is there? Uh, well, Jay Z, Calvacante. Yeah, I was say you got Calvacante and all those dudes. Jay-Z is married. Oh, he's married. Yeah. All right, so you guys are boring. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, everybody, like, most majority of the guys there that have a name or anything like that has a girl. So you guys are like the no trim zillions. <laughs> basically, basically, do we? Like, I don't I don't the, hang out with them like that. You, you know are, what I'm saying? If I the, hang out with them, it's like, you the, know, we meet at a restaurant or something. You know, it's just the team. The Verge Zillions. <laughs> Come on, you guys got to pick up your game, man. You got the fucking. You guys are the Black Zillions. The Wax Zillions. Come on, you guys can't be the. I tell, you, I tell you, I tell you the one who. I tell you the one guy who's the bravest guy in on the team. though, that'll talk to a girl in the middle of a workout, in the middle of his own workout. Who's that? And that's Abel. Abel Trujillo. Abel will see a chick. He can be working out. He'll stop. If you got ten reps, it will stop at six. Yo, and be walk right over to the chicken and say, "Yo." He seems like that guy, though. Team he killer. Yeah, Abel, 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 that dude. Abel ain't got no shame. So, team killer. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Abel, Abel's with it. He has no shame in his game. <laughs> I, got, I got mad respect for him for that one. All right, oh, so man. yeah, we gotta get Abel back on the show. I like she Abel. Got, she can have. She can have. A ring on and everything. He'll still be like, "Yo, you look beautiful." Nice. <laughs> <Straight> <laughs> hey, I like it. Abel Trujillo is getting getting some tail. Now, nice. um, now, uh, since uh, Jones is fighting Cormier, have you thought about a fight between you and Gustafson? No. I mean, if it happens, it happens. I think it'd be a good fight, regardless. Right. Yeah. I mean, at this point, just don't just don't fall in love with your power, man. That's the only thing. I mean. I see. That's the thing. I think is like this when it comes down to where people are, I, just from what it looks like, you know. Um, you know, obviously Rashad is out for a while. Um, I think right now the biggest people to give John a run for his money is Gus, Cormier, and myself. I, you know, I would definitely so, have to agree with that. Yeah. You know, I mean, but what was last time? There's really nobody else. <laughs> John knows he's got three guys that's, you know, coming after him for sure. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, um, but, I mean, he's no dummy. He's going to train his ass off to make sure he's ready for us, but we're, we're doing the same thing. Yeah, I think you would give uh, Jones a run for your money, even though you, that you don't run. Uh, <laughs> but uh, how, how much how much cardio do you do? Like, like, how many, like, right now, you could run how many miles in a row? <laughs> uh, in a row? I don't know, six, seven. Six or seven? That's not bad. Damn, really? I don't think I've ran six or seven miles if you added up all the times I ran in my life. <laughs> really, six or seven yeah. miles? So, and six, that, six or seven, I'm definitely, you know, I do that. What about uh, you against Glover Teixeira? I fight him. It'll happen. I mean, I know it's going to happen one day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for that's just going to be a crazy fight because he's not trying to go to the ground. I'm not trying to go to the ground. You know, uh, we're just going to be trying to knock the hell out of each other. 
Yeah. I mean, right now you're ranked fifth. It's crazy, man. Like uh, four months ago, you were in the World Series of Fighting, <laughs> and now you're ranked fifth in the UFC. That is pretty amazing. That, uh, yeah. I mean, that's. It's a, it's a pretty good, you know, accomplishment, but the ranking is just a number to me. I want to be champ. Well, look, man, I think you can do it. I mean, you've, you've won, what, seven fights in a row? Uh, eight. 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 Sorry, eight. I mean, your last major loss was to a uh, scale. Uh, so <laughs> you gonna whoop your ass I really, I really think you got this, man. I, I mean, look, I think Cormier beats John Jones. I, I do. Uh, and then I think the next fight is you against Cormier. I mean, if it works out that way, then fine. But if it doesn't, you know, I'm ready for whoever. Right. Hopefully they call me. Hopefully they call me sooner than later. You know. How many? Uh, how many fights are in your current contract? Um, I think I have two more. Two more, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, does it, now if, if like you get the belt, will it uh, fit? Say, what do you mean? It's gonna wear like a, a bracelet. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna have three belts <laughs> tied tied to each other. <laughs> well, listen, man, Anthony Johnson, it, it is so great to talk to you, man. I was, I'm, I'm so happy for you, man. I, I really am. You are a comeback story. You're an inspirational dude and a cool ass dude, man, and, and a cool ass dude. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you. So nothing, nothing but love from uh, from the MMA Roasted podcast to you, man. Uh, can I can, you. I can I get one of those dogs, man? Let me get one of them dogs. As soon as I have some puppies, man, I'll let you know. Please do. Those I, dogs are yeah. badass. And I uh, want to get. Now, where can I order one of those Rumble shirts? Um, dude, I, honestly, I have no earthly idea. You can go on Jocko's website and hopefully get it on there. I, I really don't know. So All I know is that I was training one day and they started handing me Rumble shirts. And I'm like, what the fuck? Hold on, <laughs> hold on. So you're, you're getting paid off those, right? Or is uh, Glenn Robinson keeping yeah, all that I mean, money? I mean, my, my manager's doing me right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He's a good dude. But they surprised me with the Rumble shirts. So as far as I know, you just go to Jocko.com and uh, they should be on there. Nice. So you 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 went from grumble to rumble. <laughs> now, all right. Now now where could people find you? Um, on Instagram at Anthony underscore Rumble, and uh, Twitter with the same name, and uh, Facebook. But you just gotta find me on there, Anthony Rumble Johnson. It's like four pages, five pages, something like that. Nice. nice. It's the, the one with the picture of the Big Mac is his. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, man, you're a good sport, dude, and you're killing it. He's the you're best. fucking killing it, dude. Great to watch, and uh, keep it up, man. Keep up the good Congratulations, work. Congratulations, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, brother. Oh, by the way, follow me back on Twitter, please. All right, I hit you up for sure. MMA roasted. Thank you. All right, dude. Yep. Later. Bye. All right, that was Anthony Johnson. A funny guy, always man. Fun. He always, always fun guy. Always, uh, man. Holy shit. <laughs> Look about where he's come. I mean, it just shows you how good. It just shows you that sometimes it's because you're in the World Series of Fighting or in Bellator or in One FC. It doesn't mean that you're not right there. Yeah, because you're. I mean, every other platform is a platform to showcase your skills, and the UFC is paying attention. You know, they'll hear they'll hear about who you are if you're doing some damage. Like when he broke Arlovsky's face, <laughs> that, that put him that put him back on the map. Everybody was like, "Damn, this dude's not playing around." Oh no, not at all. And the next thing you know, he's back in the UFC. I'm just happy that he didn't run out of weight classes. But, so, <laughs> he only had one more to go and then it was, right. it was done where do you go from here <laughs> but uh but yeah so anyway right now we have amanda nunez coming on the show yeah, yeah. can't wait to talk to this 
beautiful, amazing fighter. And uh, let's talk to her now. All right, so we have the beautiful, amazing Amanda Nunez, who's got a big fight coming up against Kat Zingano. Amanda, how are you? Good. How are you? G- good. So uh, what's new? How's training? Where are you? What's going on? Talk to me. Well, things good. You know, training now is good. Uh, start training hard for the fight. And then everything is going to be great. Yeah. Now you're from you're from Brazil, correct? Exactly. You came now, and then you uh, you started boxing when you were 15 years old. Uh, started yeah. started doing jujitsu a little later. Had your first fight uh-huh. coming back. Uh, your 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 one one uh, one of your fights. I, I watched you knocked out uh, a girl in 16 seconds. It was uh, it was brutal. Uh, a, a a brutal knockout. It was uh, it, it was it was pretty damn awesome. So. Uh, who uh, actually Julia Bud? Sixteen seconds, you knocked her out. Exactly. Yeah, in strike force. In strike force. That was that, that was that was uh-huh. awesome. That was damn. A, now, I mean, ha- there hasn't even been like a, a, a crazy knockout in the UFC like that before. Is this something that you're that you're like planning on doing to Cats and Gano? Should I get me? Is is that something you're planning on doing to Cat? Just knocking her out? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I always go to to finish my fight, and then. Uh, with, in this fight with Cat, same thing. I go to finish for show or whatever the, uh, the fight go. Stand on the ground. I go to finish it. Yeah. Now, where where are you living right now? In Miami, Florida. Right. And are you training over where? Huh? Where Where are you training? I train in MMA Masters. Say it again. MMA Masters. Uh, MMA Masters. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. Nice. Right. Who who are some of the fighters that you tra- that you uh, train with? I train with Ricardo Lamas. Nice, Ricardo Lamas. That's Ricardo a- Lamas. Pablo Afonso. Nina Insaroff. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So, Amanda. So, uh, <laughs> so when did you move here to America? <laughs> I moved here in two years. I had two years here. I was here. Two years ago. Nice. Was it hard? Was it hard to adjust from uh, from uh, Brazil? Was it hard? Was it a hard move? No, no, because the the climate here, Miami, you know, uh, same look look like you know, playing in Brazil. Mm. Yeah, but culturally, was it was it a difficult move? Yeah. Was it hard to learn English? A, li- a little bit, you know. I try very hard to speak, and I think couple more, couple more years, I, I speak, you know, very good English. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You speak better English than I do, and I've been here since for thirty six years. So yeah, there's uh, no way I could pick up uh, yeah, Portuguese, Portuguese that yeah. fast. Yeah, no, your English is pretty good. Now, um, uh, you were, you know, when when you started MMA, uh, there was a lot of hype behind you. Uh, you you won your first six fights. You were you were just killing people, uh, and then you you ran into Alexis Davis. That was a hard fight for you. She uh, she you lost to her in the second round. What did, now? What did you learn from that fight? I learned for my life. I you know I need to stay in one gym. You know, try to find the best gym to train it. And for this fight with Alexis Davis, I don't you know I don't have one gym fixed. Uh, I go to training 
now I have I have a good gym, you know, the best coach, the best training partner. And then I think he, I think I I lost this fight because I don't have a very good gym with training and then prepare for this fight with Alexis Davis. Yeah. That's why right. I try, you know, uh, uh, try to finish this fight in one round because I, I know I know this fight, I go to second round and I don't, I don't have too much guys to, to finish it. That's right. I'm, I'm not training for this fight at all. And then, thank God everything happened in my life. Very good. I show, I show everybody, you know, and then now I have this big opportunity to fight that. And then I want to show, I want to show everybody I'm ready for be a champion. Nice, nice. Now, uh, do you have a, a, a boyfriend? No. Are you looking for one? <laughs> <laughs> no, right now. <laughs> right now, I'm focused to, you know, in this fight. Uh, and then, after that, I think it's going to be very good for my life. Right. Now, nice. do, do a lot of guys hit on you because you're Brazilian and you're pretty and they go, hey, how's it going? And a lot of guys... It happened like, a lot. It happened a lot. Yeah. It happened, but... <laughs> so, we folks in training and, and you know, my, my career in the, in the first plan right now. So, all right, let's say I'm a guy, I'm in like Miami and I, I see you, I'm at a 7-Eleven and then you come in to buy a Slurpee or something or a power bar and, and, and I say, hey, how's it going? You know, you're, you're really pretty. Uh, we'd like to go out on a date. Well, uh, what do you say? <laughs> um, I don't think it's a good idea because I, I see you my, my, the first time I see you. I, for sure, I don't go, but I talk to you and, you know. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You just said that you looked at me and you said you start laughing and say no? Come on. Like... <laughs> no. <laughs> for sure, I'm going to laugh, but... <laughs> And you know, need <laughs> to happen. I don't know. All right, you know? so so I say okay, okay. So you say okay. You know, you're, you're very busy. I go, it's okay. How about I pick you up at eight o'clock? We'll go to a, a dinner and then maybe a movie, and then uh, we could you know uh, eat some Brazilian food. No, <laughs> uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna. <laughs> this is it's not gonna work. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. All right, well, uh, I well, think well, you just like to eat Brazilian. Yeah, That's... pretty much. Now, when was the last time you had a boyfriend? Uh, it's a long time ago. How long ago? <laughs> I think a, a lot of years. <laughs> a lot of years ago. So you don't have uh, you have yeah. to have a boy toy that you have. You have a you have a boy toy or someone that takes care of your needs. Can't tell me that's not the case. You don't have a a a, a side man, a, a, a guy that you kind of a, a, a male booty call. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, right now I keep it focused. You keep focused. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I keep focusing on fight. Yeah, you know. Because uh, uh, Jake, you and Jake Ellenberger would be perfect. Because <laughs> right. yeah. they're both in celibate for years. Jake Ellenberger hasn't had sex in, in ten years. So, <laughs> and, and from the sounds of it, it seems like you're kind of hard up too. So I would say you and Jake should go out. Could you imagine the fury that would be unleashed on yeah. each other. What do you say? <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Now, all right. Now, now, what? Did, now, uh, what, what do you think about Ronda Rousey? Well, uh, she's a, she's she's a champion, and then you know she's 
if she only next try she she's there and i go i go to finish in fight september 27 and then after that she ronda and then you guys you going is going to to see and you know i'm i'm ready to to prove that i'm 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 i want to be the champion right next time i come to brazil to live here to take in my in my career and everything I think she's a champion. She, you know, she, she, she's still there. And then, I know I can't talk about her. I need, it. I want to fight her. After this fight, September 27, I want to fight her. Right. So now, do you think that you could finish Ronda Rousey? Because I, I, I read an interview. You said her. You said that once she gets hit, she's gonna, she's gonna fall apart. Uh, that you just gotta stay away from her, and that you could, and that you could finish her. Are you standing by these uh, these uh, statements? Yes, I have very good strikes. You know, I keep distance all the time. I come from judo too. My, I start judo jiu-jitsu at the same time in my life, and then I know I know how to keep distance. Uh, I know how how to block it, judo throws, and I I I keep training wrestling, and I know I know I have a very good intelligence coach. And my coach is judo, judo, black, black belt too. And I have a very good coach, Shrike. We're we, we going to make a very good strategy for Honda. And then everything's going to be good. Meanwhile, I, I hope your English gets, doesn't get better at all. I think this is awesome. I love the way you talk, by the way. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> Thank you. You, you and Hector Lombard should go on a date. I think that would be. <laughs> I think it absolutely nothing after the date. How to go? I don't, I don't know how it went. Yeah, you and, you and Hector you Lombard should go, and you can only talk English. I think that would be <laughs> that would be amazing, right there. You know, um, who do you uh, who do you uh, like your training partners? Because uh, is Nina and Saroff the only other female that's down there? No, only Nina, and then the rest is a guy. Right, so you Pablo do a lot of training with the guys. Miguel, Miguel Resepo, and then Chavez, the same size, this guy just tells the name, same, my size, and, and very good training partner. All right, so, all right, now what are the top 10 qualities you look for in a, in a man? <laughs> so, if you like, let's say, uh, this is like a dating show, right? And and they go, okay, so Amanda Nunez, uh, what are you looking for in a man? <laughs> We're trying to hook you up here. Why why you guys keep me asking? Because fans want to know. It's funny. This is what the fans want to know. Because <laughs> it's funny. Because <laughs> it's because it's it's funny because I could tell that you you're not usually ask these questions, so it's uh it's really funny to see you embarrassed and laughing. That's a, it's a, it's something that's very nice about you. It's a nice quality. It's a very it's a very natural. It's and, endearing. And it's very endearing. So. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, all right, so just just give me three qualities in a man you like. I know. Say it again. All right, three things you like about a guy. I, a guy. In order for a guy to date you, he has to be these three things. Uh, please, okay. Please say funny. I go to I I go talk about is my friend in the gym. Okay. Okay. And then I like it the way the way he's part with me. You no, know, come you know, come to aggressively and then try <laughs> you know 
punching me strong and everything. Like <laughs> I don't like training with guys, you know, because I'm a girl and, and come come training easy stuff. So I like I like the guys training me strong and then try punching me and, and you know, taking me down and like this we, we grow. So you're, you're, so you're <laughs> looking at <laughs> Wait, you're looking to date a guy who punches you and spars with you? <laughs> Not <good. laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Uh, a, hip, a hip toss, a hip toss is, just, a, is foreplay. She's just kidding. <laughs> now she's joking with us. This is great. Uh, uppercut to the ribs is how this she is gets great. turned on. You're looking for a guy who could come forward and not be too aggressive. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, Amanda, listen. Uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. Uh, uh, I'm not sure what we got accomplished here, but um, <laughs> but uh, you are yeah. Listen, oh, 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 your last fight, by the way, against uh, Jermaine De Randame was okay. awesome. By the way, that you destroyed that girl, and she is a uh, uh, you know she's 47 or no, she's a uh, you know in a uh, Muay Thai uh-huh. numerous world champion, and you uh, what was it? Uh, and then the fight before that, what what's been the big change with you? It seems like it's, it's, it seems like since you lost to Amanda Nunez, things have really that started. I mean, I mean, lost to Alexis <laughs> Davis. Uh, things have really changed. Like, like uh, your last fight was a, a brutal beatdown of uh, Germaine de Randame. Uh, is that what? Yeah, completely. This fight is folksy, everything, and I train hard for fighting. I train intelligent with my coach and with my training partner. And then we, you see that uh, she tried, she tried to come uh, with our combo. Yeah. We, I wait for this, for this past, for this time. She come with the combo and then I tried to take her down because uh, I know she's, no, you know, she's, she, I'm good to her, I'm good to her on the ground. I know I, I can, I take her down easy. Yeah. And we make this shot is very good. And the first combo, the way for exactly this fight is exactly the way I train it. Right. The first the first mistake I attack. Right. And then this fight like this and then everything everything's beautiful these days. But Kat's gonna have a lot better wrestling than uh Jermaine did. Uh how are you gonna deal with Kat's wrestling? Like now we we training, you know, a lot a lot of death defense and and a lot of straws and and I wrestle too a lot. Right. I know I can take that down for sure. I know I can I know my jiu-jitsu much better, you know. Right. Than her and my strike too. And I want I wanna show you guys September twenty seven. You know, I know she come she come to try to take me down too. We we ready I'm ready for everything is gonna happen in this fight. Right. Now, what do you think I about? Know, what, what I you, know her strategy. What do you think about Conor McGregor? <laughs> Hello. Yeah, Con- uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you think about Conor McGregor? <laughs> All right. Okay. No comment on Conor McGregor. All right. Listen. Hello. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. You can't hear me. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, Amanda. Where can people find you on uh, Twitter or Instagram? I can't hear you. Oh, can you hear you. Say? Yeah, where, where can people find you? Uh, social media, like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter? I can't hear. Okay, she can't hear. Uh, DJ sleeping. 
uh, <laughs> where, where can uh, is something I can do with my mic? Can you hear me better now? No, it's the connection. It's their cell phone. Hello. Are you in a well? <laughs> no. Is baby Jessica down there? Hello. All right, all right. Well, listen, Amanda Nunez. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Where where can people find you on Twitter or Instagram? All right. Okay. Well, listen. All right. Well, listen, Amanda Nunez. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Obrigado. Uh, you can find her on Twitter, Amanda underscore L E O A Leoa, Amanda. Underscore Leoa. Amanda, thank you so much for coming on the show. You are a delight. I know you can't hear me, but uh, I feel like we're together. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. It's all good. I'll talk to you soon. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you very much. Obrigado. All right. All right. Bye. All right. Well, <laughs> well that was Amanda Nunez. Uh, she seems like a, a really sweet girl. She is. I, I liked her. She's not bad looking either. She's uh, not a very pretty girl. She's not Brazilians bad. are just a different level. Yeah. Different level of, of female are those damn Brazilians. The lioness. The lioness, yes. There's something about Brazil. I don't know. What, what, why are Brazilians so damn attractive? They have curves that like, like other girls are don't out have. Of this world. Out of this curves world. Are out of this world. Out of this world. All right, listen. So we're going to talk about... Uh, <laughs> He's throwing papers around. I'm throwing papers around. Phil Baroni lost last week against Carl Parisian. Uh, that sucked. It's because you called him that day in the middle of his training session. Is, is that, oh, yeah, really? That's what it was? That's what he said on Twitter. I like I like Phil. Uh, I think maybe you know uh, Phil's got to decide what what to do next. I'm 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 not Phil, but uh, maybe it's time to break out that cock ring. It might have to. He may, <laughs> may have to break out that cock ring. <laughs> Phil Baroni, we're gonna have him back on the show though. I love. I wish he lived in L.A. We'd have him like a, 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 in studio as a guest. Had him in here. Oh man, that would be so much fun to have Phil <laughs> as a regular. Having Kevin Randleman should come in together. I, I, I've been calling Kevin to get him back on the show. He didn't return my phone call. Really, Kevin Randleman. Get, we got, I want to get Kevin back on. Uh, there's a Twitter beef right now between Michael Bisbing and Luke Rockhold going back and forth, and it got actually kind of personal. Uh, Luke said something about how's your eyes? Uh, maybe you could win a fight or something. Or wow. insulted his eye injury. It got kind of kind of personal. Uh, Luke Rockhold, I think, is making some. He's you know going after Vitor Belfort, calling him a cheater, going after Vanderlei Silva, going after uh, Bisbing. You know what? Probably the best thing he can do because Luke Rockhold is a great fighter, is the top ten fighter. People don't know him. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy, but he's kind of a boring. Not the kind of most. His last fights have been very exciting. His first couple fights in Strikeforce were not the most exciting, but he was dominant. And I think that you know what he I mean, needs. He fought a, Keith Jardine, <laughs> but he he well no he's he, he I think he beat he beat Jacare he beat Tim yeah, Kennedy. Jacare Souza that was his first like foray. Uh, but you know he there's a guy a perfect example of someone who needs to raise his social media presence and make some noise because he has the skill to back it up. Yeah. Uh, Bisbing, I guess him and Luke Rockhold, they got into it where according to that they sparred years ago, and according to Bisbing, he's he was the real strike force champion because <laughs> he got the best of them. And since then, they've been going at it back and forth. Uh, Bisbing's got to go get past Kung Lee in China, which is not going to be easy at all. No, uh, Kung Lee is about forty two <laughs> years old at this point. He's getting up there in age. Kung Lee is a guy who I would have loved to have seen back in the day in his prime in the UFC. I remember watching Kung Lee. I think on Strike Force on NBC, and he was doing some kind of fighting. Like I think it was like 
Shotokan or some type of Shudo fighting where it was like only his rules and and, uh, <laughs> and people had you have no idea. Let me punch you in the face. People had no idea what they were doing. They were just somehow getting thrown by Kung Lee, but it was <laughs> it was like Kung Lee rules. It was the right. and I was like, you know, this is great, but I would like to see him in MMA, you know. So uh, <laughs> and I feel like he got into it a little too a little too older, a little too late. But uh, he's been, you know, Kung Lee. Uh, he, he's a guy. He's, he's a movie star. He's a good-looking dude. He, he he was a wrestler in college. He's a man with the iron fist. Yeah, he's a, yeah he's been in a lot of things. So uh, now uh, Dana White, according to his uh, uh, thing on the on, on the the UG, they asked him about Carano, and he said it's complicated. So I guess now it's becoming a Facebook relationship status, uh, which is not a, <laughs> a good sign when it comes to signing fighters. He's it's it's complicated. I don't know what that means. I think honestly, the studio is probably like, no, we're not going to let this girl get her ass kicked in front of everybody, which is what's going to happen. I, right. I, I'm sorry that I have to be the. That's a good perspective, though. I didn't even think about that. That like you know, I don't know if she has like multi movie contract, and they're like, no, nah, you're not going to go get. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I don't want your face, you know, I don't want you coming back at Keith Jardine, you know, I mean, come on, this is ridiculous. <laughs> right. No, no, nobody but wants But also, to... you know, their, their star being embarrassed, you know, like. Which is what's going to happen. And if anybody thinks that, doesn't think that they're crazy. Yeah, I, they're, I mean, the girl's taking six years off of MMA, and even, even in her prime. Against Ronda in her prime. I still like Ronda Rousey in her prime over Corrado in her prime. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. And I don't even know if Ronda even hit her prime yet. That's how good she is. You could, you could make the argument she hasn't even hit her prime yet. She's been, you know, really, look how much better she's gotten as, uh, from the Liz Carmouche fight. Carmouche almost beat her. Right. You know, so. The gorilla. Uh, the gorilla, exactly. Now, uh. Yeah, so that's that's that uh, Twitter beef. A more Twitter beef going on. Um, a guy who won last week, who I was surprised. I didn't think he was going to win. Was uh, uh, the guy who beat Darren Kruschenk, uh Kimbo's guy. Oh, uh, Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, Masvidal has been calling out Donald Cerrone left and right. Which oh, is oh god. Which is funny that you like you call out. That's the guy you picked to call out. That's probably the last guy. Yeah, but that just shows how <laughs> how how. How crazy Masvidal is, but I guess if you're gonna fight in Kimbo's backyard, uh, bare <laughs> bare knuckle for for YouTube hits, uh, you're probably not afraid of anybody, especially nah, Donald Cerrone. I, I saw that uh, one of his fights, one of his uh, Miami fights, yeah, where this dude was fighting another guy, and the guy, the one guy got his ass beat, and he was jumping around like, "Yeah, I'm the man, I'm the man," and then Jorge came out of the crowd and was like, "I'll fight you." <laughs> And just like threw a shirt off and started dancing around. I'm like, God damn, this dude doesn't care. He was just sitting there watching. Yeah. And then he was like, No, I'll fight you. There was a bare knuckle in the street with like 300 people watching. If you want to see, <laughs> and he was just dancing around like. And Masvidal was taking his, his licks as well. If you want to see one of the greatest submissions I've ever seen, one submission of the year, it was Masvidal versus uh fuck, guy. It was a guy in Bellator. Uh, the guy hit a reverse triangle on Masvidal. Uh, from Masvidal had him in the air, was carrying him around. This guy hits a uh, reverse triangle on him and, and pulls it off. And it was probably the craziest submission I've ever seen. DJ, who is it? Are you looking it up? It's thank you, by the way. It's Masvidal versus you. If anybody wants to see the greatest submission of all time, I'm telling you. It's Masvidal getting choked Masvidal out. Masvidal getting choked out. But Joey Varner told me at that point that Masvidal. Uh, was looking great. He's like, this guy is going to be the next thing. He's like, even though he lost and got caught in some crazy 
inverted triangle submission. Toby He's, Amata. Yeah, Toby Amata. To, exactly. Thank you, DJ. Uh, Toby Amata pulls off one of the greatest submissions I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Have you ever seen it, DJ? You ever no. seen that? Oh, you want to see something crazy. It it's unbelievable. Do yourself. I'm sure anybody listening to this show has probably already seen it. Actually, maybe not. Uh, we, we have a lot of listeners that have a life. Uh, but, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, you want to watch one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. It was, it was unbelievable. So Masvidal's taking his licks, what I'm saying, because this video has been probably, has over a million, two million hits on it. And uh, how, many, how many hits does it have? 13,000. Four hits. <laughs> Any way you can put it on the screen? On the big screen? Yeah, he's lighting up Toby Amata the whole fight. Lighting him up, lighting him up. And Toby Amata pulls off this submission that like I didn't even know existed. And, until, and then I saw someone else do it in Bellator. And then it became kind of a, uh, more people have like done it. But uh, it's a great. You want to do yourself a favor, watch this crazy submission of Toby Amata versus uh, Jorge. We'll watch, it, we'll watch it later. We'll watch it later. Anyway, so that being said, because UFC 176 got canceled, uh, there is no we talked. We week. talked about that. Yeah. We talked about that happening. If one more injury happens, if they have to cancel one more bout. And then, uh, and now Chris Carioso is now fighting DJ Johnson, Demetrius Johnson, DJ, uh, not DJ Johnson. <laughs> DJ Shrope. Yeah, DJ Shrope is fighting. Chris Carioso, <laughs> which, you know, I, I even wrote a joke about, like, uh, Johnson said he's, he's, he's going to prepare for Carioso by Googling Carioso. Um <laughs> Because he's a guy that no one knew about. I mean, some people knew. The hardcore, hardcore fans knew about him. He does have a win over, over uh, I think, Lineker, John Lineker. But he, um, he's a guy that kind of came out of nowhere. I said he's got the best vertical leap because he leaped over seven dudes to get this title shot. But he's fighting <laughs> Demetrius Johnson. A lot of people are saying that they think that the Uncle Creepy Brad Pickett fight winner should have gotten that, which makes more well, sense. Yeah, that does make more sense. But, uh, but at the same time, Johnson beat, uh, Johnson beat uh, Uncle Creepy twice. Um, I'll tell you who should have got the thing was would have been John Dodson, but Dodson's hurt for a year, so he he injured himself on the uh, trampoline. So you know you got you got Chris Carioso. He's out for a year. Yeah, he's out for a year. That's what I heard. So Chris Carioso, which hey, you never know. Maybe I heard, I heard months. I didn't hear a year. Maybe Carioso will. Damn. I actually I have I I invited Carioso to come on the show. His training partner came to my show, who was laughing his ass off, nice. and like his wife is this guy Anthony Burchek, who uh, is like a world grappling champion and wrestling champion. And he fights for the MFC. MFC's got some good fighters, by the way. It's uh, in Edmonton. Are they, MFC. Are they still doing their thing? They are in Edmonton, <laughs> and they got they got a couple. They got some good guys. This guy I met who came to my show, uh, uh, Smilinlo. Uh, or uh, Similio, Similio. It's hard to pronounce the guy's name, but he actually has a win over Mako and over Tim Hague. He's the heavyweight champion. I met him in Calgary, uh, Smilino. And then I, I met another guy who came to my show. Uh, the the, uh, the the tank came to my show in uh, Temecula. These MFC not guys. Abbott. No, not not Tank <laughs> Abbott. Another guy, the tank. So anyway, that being said, uh, I think we got uh, everything covered. Really. Um, yeah, I mean, what what else do you want to talk about? It's it's been kind of a uh, there's no UFC 176, so we can't talk about that. That sucks. But you know, we gave you an hour and a half podcast, so hope hopefully you you enjoy it. How many times? How many more times can the uh, the UFC just cancel entire cards? Well, the problem is is that you have the Fox cards, right, and then you have the FX one cards, and then you have the Fight Pass cards, and you got to have headliners for all those things. You can't right. just like so. 
the pay-per-view, I wouldn't say it's becomes watered down, but a lot of those guys that would necessarily be beforehand be fighting on those cards or now fighting on different cards. And uh, it's hard. There's so many good fighters out there. And, you know, it's uh, the 176. We, it, it would have been Chad Mendez versus Aldo. And uh, it, it still would have been a good card and, and a good solid card. But it just, you know, it, it, is, it is what it is. You know, if, if, look, take away the, the... But to me, look, I'm not complaining. I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm not one of these guys who's like, fight's too watered down. There's a fight every weekend. If there was a fight every night, I'd watch it. If there was a fight every single night, I'd watch it. Might, <laughs> I might have to TiVo a lot of them, but, but it would still. Look, basketball, baseball, football. Are people like, man, there's too many football games. They should only have them once a month. There's fucking watered down. I mean, do you, oh, man, fucking 16, too many. 16 games a year. <laughs> there's 160 fucking uh, baseball games, whatever there are. Too many baseball games. I mean, look, it's, you want it to be a sport, it's got it's to be a sport. And you, you know what? It's, there's a lot of good fighters out and there. you got to accommodate all the fighters. You know the, the problem is the, the the issue becomes when you have fighters that don't people don't know and they go ah you know that's why shows like this are so valuable because you get to know people and then then you want to watch them. Now, our boy Pat Cummings won. <laughs> he, I'm uh, happy for him though. I'm happy for him. I feel bad for Kyle Kingsbury because it's yeah, a I thought Kingsbury had that one, but it's a tough fight to come out of retirement for. Pat Cummings is an awesome wrestler. He's a grinder. He's got balls of steel. I mean, and uh, and he's got nothing to lose. He's already right. he's already kind of been embarrassed on the biggest stage, and he's he's that good. He's right. a tough dude. But I think he used like we're gonna look back at that loss to Cormier and be like that was what it needed. That's what he needed to kick it into gear. You know what I mean? Like, but that's him though. That's all on him. Like a lot of guys would have lost to Cormier and just retired. Right. That's what I'm and saying. Just said, like, you know he, what? He Fuck just this. used that as fuel to to just propel his training to another level. I think he's not going to lose for a while now. Depends who he goes up against. Uh, his his the problem that I see with Pat Cummings is his wrestling is so good. His striking he doesn't finish he doesn't, people. Okay. Uh, I'm sure he has heavy hands, but he doesn't have that those depth. He's got to work on finishing people because a lot of guys will be able to get grinded down and stay in the fight, and then it, come back in the third. You know, if you're going to get a guy down like that and you're on top. You you gotta just you gotta finish these dudes to get him out of there yeah, for, like, think, for like think, your own safety. I think he'll pick up the training. He'll pick it up. Well, he been a, I mean the guy spent a year in jail. That that didn't help. Jesus, him. a year in jail for raiding dorm rooms didn't help him. <laughs> that was a, uh, I told you that guy Eric Bradley was one of the best dudes I've ever wrestled with. Probably the best. He fucking murdered me. And then he went to him and him and Cummings were the, t- the two guys who went to jail together. Wow. Two, two two all American Penn State guys, all American. It's like they they went back to the thing and went to a couple college fraternity houses and started take started like trashing them as a joke and do a year in jail for that. When I, when I think what kind of lawyer do they have? That's a fucking awful lawyer, by <laughs> the way. <laughs> You're gonna do a year be, behind some teenage pranks. I mean, what, what what do they settle for? Like that or death penalty? I mean, seriously, how do you? Right. I mean, that's that's Pennsylvania. That really? I mean, I mean people. Do you people, got coaches boning kids in the butt? <laughs> <laughs> at Penn State, and these guys go to jail for raiding dorm rooms. I, really? Maybe that could be their like, their like defense. Was well, sorry, I was molested by Joe. Uh, not Joe. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, what's, uh, his, what's name? his name? Uh, what's that? Fucking? Sandusky. Yeah, Jerry Sandusky. Which now, which is now sounds like a, a sexual term. Sandusky. They gave him the old Sandusky. <laughs> really? I don't know. I just that sounds like a second to who? With the, to like in like the molesting chat rooms exactly, that you go on. Exactly. How do you even know that? 
<laughs> it doesn't sound like that. To no, you. it sounds like a fucking. Yeah, no, he pulled I, down his pants, gave him the old sand right, dusty. We're gonna get out before we get thrown <laughs> off the fucking air. <laughs> which is gonna happen every every week. You say something. We really, have to, we have me? To edit out. Yes, me. Yeah, Sandusky. That's what. That's what we're getting thrown off for Sandusky. I don't. Who knows? Not. Not. Did you find any white vagina that you like? <laughs> you hate the black vagina. I didn't say that. I. I didn't <laughs> Did say, he say he, that. I didn't say he hates the black vagina. I said he had. I just said he likes the white ones better. I just did a quote from Donnell Rawlings. Uh, who got a DUI recently. By did way. he really? Yeah. Oh, no. In New York. Come on, Donnell. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So where can people find you, T-Rex? Uh, you can find me at Todd Rex, T-O-D-D-R-E-X-X, on Twitter, Facebook, and uh, I will be at um, Pachanga Casino, headlining uh, Pachanga uh, Friday and Saturday this weekend. Um, yeah, that's where I'll be. So tomorrow night, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I'm going to be at the Gotham Comedy Club. Uh, I'm doing comedy juice there in Gotham in New York, headlining there Wednesday night. Are Thursday, you doing the show? Thursday, the I'm doing show? Gotham Live nice. Thursday. And then Friday, I'm coming back to L.A. and doing The Cave in Big Bear. The Cave in Big Bear. Yeah, have you been there? No, you said it's awesome, right? It's places, the, the venue is ridiculous. Yeah, you're going to love it. Yep, uh, so I'm you're there on Friday, probably Saturday at the HaHa. Go to adamhunter.com and at MMA Roasted. At Adam Comedian on Instagram and at Adam Comedian on Twitter. DJ Shrope, thank you for everything. Yeah. Fox Sports, thank you for everything. Ellenberger, get well. Manny Gambarian, see you next Tuesday. Take care. Later.